0: Hey there, podcast listeners. Just want to note that we had a bit of trouble with our audio this week, but we loved the guests' answers so much, we didn't want to scrap it. So we hope you'll bear with us and enjoy the show.
1: Welcome to These Are My People a podcast about finding, building, and engaging your audience. These Are My People asks artists and entrepreneurs to share their stories, strategies, and what they've learned on the road to reaching their true fans. These Are My People is a podcast produced by Smart House Creative, a marketing and digital strategy agency in Seattle, Washington. is Colin Walker. Welcome to These Are My People podcast. I'm here with Heather Brown, the content queen of Mind the Bird Media. Heather (laughs) received her MFA in Poetry from Oregon State University. She's taught high school English in Colorado and has been an active member of Poetry Out Loud National Recitation Contest. She's lived in Japan, South Africa, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Colorado, and now Oregon. She was the publicist for Yes Yes Books. She writes poetry, rides her bike, practices yoga, and pretends to run. And most importantly, she loves a good karaoke night. That's important wow. to know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> where where did that bio come from?
1: Who knows? I <laughs> I think I actually think I got it from Yes Yes.
0: Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That sounds right. Maybe we yeah. can. We can cut a little things out, but, you know. No,
0: you know, that's all, I would say that's all accurate. <laughs> <laughs> good,
1: good, As long as I'm not telling any lies, then uh, I think we're doing okay. So, welcome, Heather. Um, Thank
0: you. Thank yeah. you for having me.
1: Absolutely. So, if you could tell us a little bit about your path, who you are, and what is Mind the Bird Media?
0: Okay, well, I'm... You mentioned that I I taught high school English, and I left that to pursue my MFA at Oregon State in 2011, and then when I graduated, I was just looking for something else I could do besides teach high school English um, with my now two English degrees, and I'd always been interested in... Uh, marketing and I started out as a graphic design major in college before I switched to English. And so I've, I've always been interested in like, visual communication and creative storytelling and um, kind of arts and crafts and just more of the creative side of things. And I was thinking, what can I use my past skill set and background for that would kind of be a little more. Um, I don't know, business oriented, entrepreneurial, and keep me in the literary community that I had um, connected with through my MFA. So, I decided I would try to pursue um, literary publicity because I liked the idea of amplifying the voice of the literary community and advocating for for authors and books and presses, especially in the small press uh, community. So. I just sort of looked around for what was available, and I had met some people during my time at OSU, and Catherine Sullivan was one of them. Um, So I went to work for her for a while um, and learned a ton just watching how a small press operates. Uh, Another person who I met while I was at OSU was Carl Adamshick, who is the founder of Tavern Books, which Mm -hmm. is a press in Portland that specializes in translations and reprints and they have a whole different aesthetic from yes, yes, and so these two very different presses. I kind of started to get acquainted with, and started to work with, and <clears throat> met some other people along the way in um, publicity and in communication, and just sort of started to build my skill set and and kind of bring my past experience to bear on a new endeavor and. I don't know if that exactly gets me straight to where <laughs> I am now, but that those are the roots, Absolutely. <laughs> I guess.
1: Absolutely. Um, how long were you with Yes Yes Books? And what was your role there?
0: Um, I was there almost three years. I left pretty recently. Um, my role with them was... It didn't start out in publicity. I started out just as kind of assisting our managing editor, being available for kind of whatever. I moved into a bit of a social media role for a while and then um, really kind of ended up pitching to Catherine Sullivan the idea of um, expanding Yes Yes's reach uh, through publicity. And um, I'm not sure if I exactly succeeded in all of the goals that I had for mm-hmm. that, Um but I certainly learned a lot and formed a lot of connections and um, <clears throat> I was able to watch a press grow at a time, a really exciting time in its development. I think we've been taking on a lot of amazing authors lately and um, uh, awareness of them has been rising a lot and, and a lot of excitement about what their, their work is doing in the world. And so um, <clears throat> I got to be a part of kind of laying some organizational groundwork, building some infrastructure, uh, figuring out how to handle things on a bit of a larger scale. And uh, so I'm excited to do that with Mind the Bird, um, working with other presses and working with authors individually to expand those networks and um, go from there.
1: Sure, sure. So this podcast is primarily about discovering, connecting with, and cultivating your audience. Mm. Do you remember when you realized that you or a book, either at Yes Yes um, or I don't uh, at Mind the Bird Media, had an audience? Um, that there was a group of people out there that cared about what you or the press might do next.
0: Mm. It was probably with Dinesh Smith's book, Insert Boy when um, we received, I think, over 350 pre-orders for the book, and we were handling our own distribution at the time. And so we were connecting really personally with the people who are interested in this book, and when we were going to AWP and just, like, watching that book's kind of trajectory, uh, Denez came and and... Catherine does a lot about as far as touring for mm-hmm. her, her poets. And um so we got to spend some time and hear him read and see the people that came out and who were excited about the book. So I guess that was a moment that was really like it, it kind of gelled around a particular book, like you said.
1: Sure. Sure. And do you have um how have you been building an audience for mind the bird or, or what is your um, plan for building that, that community?
0: I think talking to people personally is the biggest thing. I want to be careful about it. I'm not like in a huge hurry, I guess. Um, I want to see what develops naturally. I want to have conversations with authors about their books and I want to take on projects that I can get really excited about. and really be an advocate for and so that's not going to be every book Mm -hmm. Um, and publicity literary publicity is not the only thing that I'm trying to do I'm trying to keep it diverse I'm offering consultation on content um, strategic development of content even like producing some of it myself Um, I'm also Involved in producing, not producing, but organizing and promoting a few different events. Okay. Uh, one of them is Lit Crawl in Portland, which is affiliated with LitQuake and the Lit Crawl in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. We're doing the Portland part in conjunction with Wordstock, um, Portland's festival, okay. which is uh, put on by Literary Arts here in Portland. So that's an event that I've been working on for a couple of years now and i also work with an event called poetry press week which is a new format reading series that produces poetry um new works of poetry presenting it for publication in the style of like fashion week Mm. so i could i mean there's a lot of details of that but that's another like event specific thing that i'm kind of doing so content publicity and events are like my trifecta sure um and i think those like there are connections that you can make through each of those that will feed the others for example um i met alicia joe rabins author of divinity school through the poetry press week show that we did um last year and uh, now i'm working with her on publicity for her book so no. um i feel like it's uh i i'm trying to be i'm trying to diversify sure. <laughs> and uh Go in a few different directions to see what develops.
1: Sure. Are you approaching each of those prongs in the same way, or do you feel like you're you're entering into each uh, realm with a different mindset?
0: Yeah, I think I do approach, like for example, the content side differently than I would approach the publicity side. With the literary publicity, I'm really concerned about the relationship that I have with an author and with a book. And um, being certain that uh, they are well represented and that I am also bringing to reviewers and media outlets um, work that I believe in and that and I'm building my own reputation to a certain extent there because I want people to see me coming and say, I know the kind of thing she's gonna bring. You know I know she's gonna pick it for me, um, target you know different outlets based on what she knows. It's just a more personal process, I sure. think. You know, It's more like getting to know specific outlets, specific authors, who will like what. And my own aesthetic and my own style as a publicist is a big piece of that. For the content part, um, it doesn't matter so much, I feel like. So I can write uh, content and I can contract even outside the literary world. Uh, for things that my name may not ever even be associated with. Mm-hmm. And so I, I am approaching them differently in that way, sure. where uh, the content can be specific, can be uh, literary, it can be creative like and personal, I should say. I, I would love to like sit and consult personally with someone on their website or their blog or their logo design or whatever. Um, but that eventually becomes them, and and my voice would just be speaking through them. Mm.
1: Uh,
0: and then the content piece can just take a variety of forms, some of which, like I said, like my name never even gets associated with at all, and it could be like something like so far away from the literary world that it wouldn't even factor in like it wouldn't they wouldn't touch each other Mm -hmm. um but i'm still using the skills uh the communication the educating, the motivating you know that kind of thing so that's where i feel like the common piece comes in
1: when promoting your project it can sometimes feel like you're shouting into the void and nobody's listening smart house creative is here to help Visit SmartHouseCreative.com to learn more and get started today. That way, the next time you're shouting into that void, we'll make sure people are listening. Going back to the idea of of audience, um, and this could be your experience with Yes, Yes, uh, or specifically with Danez's book, um, or moving forward. um, Once you realize that you have an audience uh, what do you do to feed and care for it?
0: I think, uh, well, I mean, obviously, you're connecting personally through social media. Social media is a big thing for me, I should say. Um, I, I feel like it's really important to have a presence on Facebook, to be active on Twitter, to, um, if Instagram is applicable. I feel like Instagram is a great visual medium, can be great in some cases and not. So much in others. Mm-hmm. Um, but I make a point of learning people's names and remembering who shows up to what and who's connected with what. Like when I'm researching an outlet, I'm going to look at the masthead, obviously, and I'm going to see like, oh, so-and-so, you know, they all appeared in the same journal together. They all work on this same, um, they all work on the same journal together or whatever. There, there are all these connections and the literary world is so small and the poetry world even smaller. So people's aesthetics and people's, like, where they circulate can vary widely, but they can still have pretty close connections with one another. And so I think just noticing that and um, and being really collaborative about my approach uh, with whatever it is I'm working on and trying to say, oh, you know, maybe just trying to see connections where people might work together, bookstores, authors, presses, events, all of that kind of thing, Um, to kind of diversify all of the offerings. Um, and I think that, that kind of fuels itself and, and builds an audience, um, around you rather than linearly. I kind of envision it as like, um, a ripple effect rather than a straight line. Sure.
1: I like that idea. It it seems like it's a more grassroots, um, organic. Okay. Maybe hate to use the word grassroots. It feels like it gets overused, <laughs> but um, it's it's the same notion of on the ground. Even when you're on uh, social media channels, you're you're really taking care to notice who you're speaking to and and who is uh, showing up, whether that's in a like or in person at an event. Uh-huh. Um, which I I understand is a huge part of publicity generally.
0: I think it is. I mean, being there's a lot of talk about authenticity. Um, I was just reading this article today that talked about authenticity versus sincerity, and it kind of set it up as a binary and was like, <clears throat> we don't want you to be totally authentic all the time. Like, that's not always a good idea. Right. Uh, but there's this feedback loop, of self-monitoring and um, and authenticity and just like saying what you want to be and and talking about yourself in ways that then you have to live up to in your real life and I feel like that's really something that someone in publicity needs to pay attention to because there can be a lot of <clears throat> there can be a lot of just like saying things you know people want to hear mm. um, or. And I don't even know, I mean, I'm so new to it, but it seems like it would get easy to sound like you're being a little fake um, or singing the praises of something that you may not totally believe in, so finding those places where you can be authentic and um, recognizing where you don't always have to say everything you're thinking, but, um, but really being genuine about all of it, I guess, and acknowledging that People are humans and even on the internet and, um, staying true to those ways of interacting that are going to be most, um, personal, most respectful, most inclusive.
1: Absolutely. Does that, is that a a tenant of Mind the Bird? Do you feel like that is, um, something that you are bringing to the table, that, that idea of authenticity, that, that. Um, personal connection?
0: I would love for it to be. I mean, that's kind of how I want to operate as a person, and so um, I guess it can't help but... I I suppose a successful business that I would build would um, would be built on those tenets because those are the things that I strive for as a human.
1: Sure. What would you tell someone... Uh, whether they're a poet or a business, and this may be you tell them different things, but um, who are looking to find an audience, what would you suggest to them?
0: I think you really have to know what you love first. Um, and this is a struggle for me, honestly. Like, I love so many things, and mm-hmm. or I'm just not sure. There are so many things to potentially love that I find it's like really hard to kind of just settle down and focus sometimes but um knowing what you love and what you're about i think is what's going to attract other people who love that and are about that sure. um and at the same time having an eye to where you can make connections that are kind of cross-disciplinary that maybe don't look the same on the surface but that have kind of the same values at their base um and and i think those are both avenues for potential audience like the people who are doing the same thing you are and who love what you're what you do, but also people who have the same motivations and are doing something completely different.
1: Sure, that's great. That's you know, staying staying true to yourself and also taking the time and the space to get to know what it is you want. Um, is there something that you do to facilitate that with clients? Or is that something that you're asking clients to come prepared with?
0: I'm asking them a lot of questions, I think. And I think I would I would send them some questions ahead of time to kind of prepare, yes, but then when we come together, there are obviously going to be questions that, that grow out of that and that get put down on paper in sort of more concrete terms as far as our plans and our directions and our goals. Um, it's always such a tough balance everything is a balance i feel like um of you know knowing and also being open to change and so it can be easy to to fall off on one side or another and i think just collaboration to me i'm finding in and just having people to bounce things off of is a really important part of the process, of any creative process, and I think publicity, um, developing content, sorry, developing an audience, and for lack of a better word, like a brand in the world, um, it's going to be a matter of talking it out and getting people's feedback and taking that feedback and incorporating it back into what you are making and building, and I'm really learning that like, I, I love that process, of like here's what I'm thinking, what do you think of it, taking the feedback. I, it's sort of the workshop model, I mm. mean it's, it's the editorial process, um, it's so valuable in so many ways and so with the client-publicist uh, relationship or the client, you know, whatever I am to them in that situation, it's going to take uh, so much listening and then also like coming back with usable material. For them to then respond to again and just kind of keep that loop consistently
1: going uh, that obviously that resonates with me as a poet um mm-hmm. that workshop mode that idea of of uh collaboration makes a lot of sense to me and it, it feels like uh there's a lot of push and, and impetus for uh interdisciplinary approaches. Um, yeah. It, whether that's in engineering or yeah. publicity or you know these these traditional modes um i'm i'm hoping that people are moving towards that that uh, embracing of collaboration and that you know sometimes the best idea might come from outside of of what the traditional yes
0: yeah. Like outside of the traditional field. Yeah, I, I feel like the MFA um, <clears throat> or the poet in the world, you know, if you will, I've, I'm really excited about the possibilities, just like you're saying, um, for bringing those sensibilities into lots of different disciplines and lots of different industries. Because the time seems to be ripe, like marketing wise, the whole principle is one of attraction and relationship building now. in in any kind of marketing or publicity campaign. Um, You wanna come alongside people where they already are and give them content that they're interested in that looks like the content that they're already looking for. Hmm. And you wanna build a relationship with them and that's only gonna happen by listening as much as you're talking. Hmm. And hopefully poets and writers are learning to be good listeners and they're able to go into the world And say to, like, the engineers or the scientists or the – just anybody kind of, what are you about? What is the driving force of your work? What are you motivated by? And these are things that not everybody is asking or getting asked. And once they are asked, I think it's really surprising what comes out. And that can be a real, like, way to just add new dimension to – industries and fields that just seem flat or boring or um inaccessible. So I'm excited for the role of the storyteller in the world.
1: Love that. That's a really really nice way to to put a cap on on the main main part of the interview here. Um what are you most excited about going forward with Mind the Burn?
0: Um, I'm excited to to meet new people and to learn new things. I'm constantly, you know, I'm curious about so much, and I love having variety in my work. And I'm really excited to see what new connections are going to arise uh, that I can't even anticipate, because that's already been happening, and I think it's only going to happen more uh, the more I push into these three different areas and. I'm, I'm sure I'll be very surprised.
1: Yeah. Where can our listeners find you and what you are doing with Mind the Bird?
0: Okay, um, I am at mindthebirdmedia.com and uh, I'm also on Facebook at mindthebirdmedia and on Twitter at mindbirdmedia. <laughs>
1: These Are My People is a podcast produced by Smart House Creative, a marketing and digital strategy agency in Seattle, Washington.